Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Accidental Hater Podcast with me, your host, Paula Luzardi. And today I'm joined by a very special guest. Guest, introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. I'm back. It's Danny. It's Danny Lusardi, my older sister. She is my bestest friend ever. And I'm so happy that she's back on the pod. She was on episode six and now she's on episode 12. <gasps> Look at wow. that. It was like it's meant to be. I know it was. Um, so I just want to start off by saying I'm sorry. I've been MIA from the podcast lately. I've been busy. I got sick. I got lazy, but here I am, and I'm back and better than ever. Um, and today, Danny and I are going to be talking about a little something called friendships. More specifically, navigating friendships with other women, because we as women can be a little bit difficult to be friends with at times. <laughs> um, yeah. Unfortunately. But before we get into that, we have to do a little segment that I call um, my weekly or my monthly favorites. And we'll start off with Danny. What is your weekly or monthly favorite? Um, let's see. Well, the week just started. So okay. <laughs> I, I think I'll have to go back to last week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say my weekly favorite for the last month has been going so on your monthly run. favorite yeah <laughs> yeah sorry I'm a, I'm a little you said I'm a little silly right now but yeah I would say <laughs> I would say my favorite for the past few weeks has been going on outdoor runs and why do you ask because the weather up here has been really ugly and rainy and every time the summer approaches, I really look forward to being outside and exercising outside and getting sun during that time. And it's been really hard to do that with the rain. So for the last few weeks, there's been a few days during the week where it actually is nice outside. So I've been enjoying running outside until it's nice. Again. But yeah, that's my that's my favorite. Nice. And if you don't know, Danny lives in New York. Um, but you should but, know that already because we said that in episode six. So Exactly. Period. You tell them. Um, but that's a good favorite. Not for me because I hate running, but Danny's always loved running. So I'm glad you're um, engaging in some of your faves, your, your, life, your life faves. Yeah, it really has been a lifelong fave ever since I was a little girl. <laughs> little girl running around, roly skating. All right. My favorite, um, I would say it's got to be ginger ale. Listen, I love ginger ale. I think ginger ale is God's gift to this earth, and I don't think enough people appreciate it. I think people use it as a remedy for sickness, but I think it is a I can't speak. <laughs> I think it is a celebration of life drink. It is 
everything. I love ginger ale. Especially when you have a tummy ache. Yes, but you just missed my point. What? (laughs) I said it's not just for when you're sicky. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) It's for... My stomach always hurts, so that's all I think about. (laughs) I understand that, because same. But uh, I just love ginger ale. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. I love going to restaurants and being like, you guys have ginger ale. And um, this one restaurant, Firebirds, the bartender makes it. They make it. Yeah. Wow. That sounds really beautiful. Yeah. And it was just really good because it's quite literally just a ginger ale. That's great. Yes. And without further ado, let's start talking about female friendships. Um, This topic was actually decided by yours truly, Sissy Pant Danny. (laughs) And um, Danny and I have been wanting to talk about friendships for a while just because I think when we were younger, we were very much siblings. And now that we're older, we're still siblings, but we're friends. By choice. Yes, correct. Um, I think when we were younger, I really wanted to be Danny's friend. And Danny is three years older than me, so she just really saw me as her little sister. And we talked in episode six about like our dynamic and how that changed. And so I think we can bring a nice, interesting perspective on the dynamic shift um, that happens in friendships that are not family related. Um, So yeah, thanks for bringing up this topic, Danny. You're welcome. I'm glad we're talking about it together. Me too. As friends who are indeed sisters. Yeah. But also we can give different perspectives because we've had our fair share of friendships that don't involve Mm -hmm. each other that are just our own you know yes and we've both been in many different friend groups throughout many different ages and like just throughout our lives have experienced different like happy patches and rough patches with friendships yes okay so I will give the credit to Danny. She came up with a majority of these questions um, and speaking points because she's a queen. Um, So I guess I'll just start riffing off the topics. Um, So as far as friendships go, how have your dynamics changed, Sissy Pooh Bear, as you've gotten older? Um, I think friendships at least the ones that stand out to me the most when I think about them. I think the most meaningful ones started in college for me, Mm. mainly because we moved a lot growing up, like back and forth. That's a whole nother episode if you you know, (laughs) even want to go there, but we did move a lot. So I feel like for prolonged periods of time, I didn't really have those friendships that you see or hear about where it's like oh we've been friends since we were seven and now we're Mm -hmm. 30 like I never experienced that so it wasn't until I went to college and started meeting people that I started making friends that I still talk to today but 
I think the most stable part of the friendship was during college because we were in the same place in our little college bubble mm-hmm. and a lot of these people you share like a common whether it's class or you have a extracurricular or a sport you like to do or friend groups or you know things like that where it makes it easy to have that common factor that you guys can bond over mm-hmm. and so I feel like it, the dynamic was very much like I don't want to say not as deep but it was very easy to make friends let's just say that and I feel like a lot of the friendships I have now that I'm that started in college started off not with like let the intention of being close it just started with oh we have class together and we end up having class together for the semester and then we end up figuring out oh we actually got along and we're friends you know Mm -hmm. so I think now that it that we're out of college and a lot of my friends live all over the map like some live in Orlando some don't you know don't live in Florida at all some have husbands and kids now so I think the dynamics definitely change from one of a common factor that common bubble or hub of college town and activities to now the deep the depth of our relationships and our friendships is what's kept us together so it now we kind of rely on our actual bond to -hmm. stay close and keep in touch because every other thing that we used to rely on to keep us close is no more you know we're not in we don't live in the same place and we don't have we don't take classes anymore like we're all doing our own thing so I think what brings us back to that friendship is the fact that we really love each other and care about each other Mm -hmm. and we want to check in on on each other me like checking in on my friends and they them checking in on me so I think that's probably the biggest way it's changed it's kind of like the opposite now and when we do get to see each other it's very not very frequently Mm -hmm. so we kind of cherish those moments and rely on technology to keep in touch when we aren't in the same place so it's definitely I think it was definitely a challenging shift um, because when you're used to seeing all your people in one place Mm -hmm. all the time, every week, and calling your friends to go to the grocery store with you or go get gas with you, and then you graduate and move away from what was familiar, and now you're trying to navigate, well, now all my friends aren't with me anymore. Mm-hmm. it's kind of this lonely period where you feel a little bit unfamiliar with that new chapter mm-hmm. of adulting because your community has been like dispersed in every way mm-hmm. so yeah that's that's kind of the way I, at least for my experience, the way I feel like it's shifted as I've gotten older. What about you? Honestly, I feel, I relate to that in some ways, but I feel like I had a lot of like friendship dynamic shifts throughout college 
like I feel like every year of college my friendship dynamics like shifted in some way um and I feel like in college like I went through a lot of like bad friendship breakups and looking back I think a lot of them stem from like a change of shared interest or a change of like a common goal or like life view so I feel that you know like I said in college when I had friendship breakups or like just like falling outs with people that I felt like were super close to me and would be in my life forever I feel that the point of like contention always stemmed from I was growing up and changing And, like, I had different goals for myself that, you know, maybe didn't involve, like, staying up super late and, like, just doing nothing all night and, like, goofing around. It They involved, like, actually, you know, applying myself to my studies or, like, getting a job or um, focusing on, like, God or focusing on um, leadership in, like, a Christian community. So I feel that every time the dynamic shifted, it was more so like my friendships were like they reached their expiration date. Yeah, like I grew out of my friendship, which I think was really hard for me because I just wanted everyone to like me and I never wanted to like hurt anybody or make anybody feel like they weren't a priority but I think at a certain point like you said like what about when the person that you consider like a good friend like you don't spend as much time with them anymore because you don't have classes together or like you have a job and you don't have as much time for them anymore I think like the make it or break it moment for a lot of friendships is whether or not both parties start putting in reciprocal effort as opposed to, like, it's just convenient to hang out, and that's why we're friends. Yeah. That's a really interesting view that you brought up about the shifts happening as you grew out of them because of decisions you made for yourself to be a better version of yourself. And, you know, I'm sure that it wasn't an easy thing to do, but it was necessary. Mm-hmm. And I think something that I think is a good indicator of the quality of friendship you have especially maybe in college we're also kind of figuring ourselves out you know we're not who we are now like Mm -hmm. I'm definitely not who I was when I was 18 like now 10 years later I feel like I wish I could go back to myself and help talk myself through moments that felt difficult Mm -hmm. and I feel like I've, you know, we've all grown since being in college, but um, I think that a good indicator of the quality of friendships you have is, especially now in adulthood, is that we all continue growing and shifting and molding into the people we're meant to be. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that requires a lot of discipline and self uh motivation mm-hmm. and I think everyone's growing at their own pace but 
having friendships that have seen you through all these different versions of yourself, but have still decided to stay and not that they've decided to stay, like it's a hard thing, but that have embraced Mm -hmm. the change with you as they've also grown and shifted into who they are now. I think it's really special um, because at least with a few of my friends and I've, I've never been someone that has like 20 friends. Mm -hmm. Like I've always counted my close friends with like one hand, but I read something the other day that I thought was really special and it's, there's something so beautiful about having long-term friends that have witnessed multiple versions of you and loved you unconditionally through each version. Mm -hmm. And I, I thought about a few people when I read that because I think when I met these people in my life, I was such a different person, mm-hmm. but I was still loved unconditionally and embraced through like really difficult moments I went through in college. Mm-hmm. And now that, you know, I'm in such a different phase of my life, like I'm getting married soon. And like, there's all these things to celebrate. I think back to those people that are still in my life and the things we've been through and the things they've helped me get through. And it's so, it's such a interesting, like full circle moment because it's like, wow, we've, we've come so far because mm-hmm. we almost end up celebrating each other's little wins and big wins and milestones because we've been went through so much together that now it's almost like a celebration, but it's co- like a co- collective celebration if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I think like when you say like friends from college, honestly, the only friend that I would say I have from college is Jenna. And I always say my best friend, Jenna, she and I met um, through Room Surf, which is like a roommate app where you can find people that can be your roommate when you're first going into college. And I remember I met her and she already had a roommate, but we became friends. And then she and I met up at UCF. And then after one week of being there, she dropped out and moved back home. Yeah, I remember you were so sad. I was so sad, but it's so crazy that like my one of my best friends to this day is somebody that I only knew from college for a week. And her and I have stayed in constant contact throughout the years and, like, through so many life changes. And, like, I knew her before she met her, like, husband now. And, like, she's known me since I was 18 and, like, had no clue what I was doing with my life. And I just think it's really special because looking at our friendship, I feel that the reason why it's been successful is because we saw the potential in each other and rooted for each other along the way and like embraced the changes as they came and like you said like celebrated them as they came like she never made me feel like i was becoming a different person or like i was changing in a negative way she always made me feel like i was growing and flourishing and like vice versa so when i look back at the friendships that have lasted a while 
I think it's because we see the potential in each other and like we encourage each other to grow and we're also always there and like we're constants for each other when everything has been changing. And I, like you said, I think that's really special. I think it's like super cool that like I knew Jenna when she like first met her husband now and like when she was like, I think he's so cute. And like the first time I met him and then now like they're, they've been married for a few years. I just think it's super cool to like see how she's grown and then to think back at like who we were as individuals and just, I just, it's crazy being like, we were so little. (laughs) I know. I feel that way too with one of my friends. Um, she was my roommate for, I think, one or two years, but she's married now and she actually just had her second baby. Mm -hmm. So I just remember when we moved in together and she was gonna hang out with her now boyfriend for the first time and she was like, now husband. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now husband. Did I say boyfriend? Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean that. Husband. (laughs) Husband. She was gonna hang out with her now husband for the first time and she was he was gonna come over to our house and now like seeing them now and the life they've created is just so I don't know it's just such a nice thing to see and to witness and I think also I think we also really value that because like mom is someone that has very special friendships Mm -hmm. but they're not like in multitudes yeah and I think that's probably why I am not someone that has like again I'm not it's not like I have like 15 girlfriends and like we're all in the same friend group and we've been friends since we were five yeah no neither and that's okay I don't think that just because you don't have that that it doesn't mean you don't have good friends I just think that I've we've been blessed enough to have experienced life in a different way growing Mm -hmm. up and because of that we've come across people through different walks of life but mom has like two friends that she's been friends with since we before we were like born it feels Mm -hmm. like and so whenever they still hang out and talk it's really admirable because we're like oh wow like I can't believe they were friends when they were younger than us Mm -hmm. you know so I think that's something I strive to have one day. Like, I hope the friendships I have now one day were, you know, in our 50s and we can still keep in touch and tell our kids that we used to go to college together. We used to, you know, take classes together. This is, or, you know, we went through this together. Mm -hmm. Um, And then something I wanted to bring up that you had mentioned about, uh, like celebrating and and being there and being constant I think that I I kind of view friendship different the friends you have as like plants or flowers Mm -hmm. because number one you have to water where it is you want to see growth and you have to steward those relationships well Mm -hmm. but I also just feel like in the same way that certain flowers require different kinds of care, like some flowers, it's like put it in direct sunlight and water it this many times 
a week and then the other ones it's like actually don't keep them right through indirect sunlight and only water them this many times same with like plants and things like that I just feel like each friend you have is a different kind of flower or plant and Mm -hmm. they all can't be treated like one size fits all you know everyone Mm -hmm. is different and every dynamic is different so just because one way of handling a situation worked with one friend doesn't necessarily mean that that same approach is the best way to handle a similar situation with another friend absolutely and I think I have noticed this like especially recently I have like really good friends that the biggest points of contention in our friendship have been because like maybe we don't talk every day and that's something that like our friendship requires so I have friends where like for example Jenna I could go like a month without texting her two months without texting her and then the next time I text her it's like we never stop talking and there's no like frustration or resentment or any feeling of being dismissed or being ignored. It's just we're both really busy and we have that mutual understanding that we can't talk all the time. But then I have other friendships where it's like if I don't text them or reach out to them or, you know, make an effort to let them know that I'm thinking about them or um, want to hang out with them, the friendship dwindles. And I think it's exactly like you said, like a plant, like for example, a succulent, you can, if you overwater a succulent, the succulent's going to die. But if you water it accordingly and you keep it in the correct conditions, it'll flourish. But for example, if you have like an orchid, you have to keep close attention to an orchid. Or if you have like a pothos, you have to make sure it's always watered. And so I think I I completely agree with what you're saying because sometimes I wonder, I'm like, how come there are friendships that like thrive and survive off of like an occasional text or like an occasional hangout or like I see you twice a year, but they still feel like best friends. But then there's other friendships where like that wouldn't work. Yeah, I think like the imagery you gave with the succulent and the orchid and stuff it's so true because same with if you sometimes if you're like there's you just have to really know your friends and they and I feel like they have to know you and with that's why I think when you hang out with people that you care to like pour into that relationship I think it's so important to do things that aren't just like going out and drinking or doing things that are very like surface level because I think the best conversations I've had with my friends have been literally over like a plate of Chinese food, like mm-hmm. at living room couch, um, just talking or over like a meal or ice cream or just like coming over there, going over their house or having them come over to your house and really getting to know each other and having like really deep, conversations and getting to understand why they are the way they the way they are and what Mm -hmm. they've been through because it helps you understand how to water that friendship like I have a friend that I think if 
if she was to be overwatered, it would be like almost like coddling too, like you know, mm-hmm. like over too much. And then I have other friends that that's actually their like love language is the the words of affirmation and like going out of your way and doing all that stuff. So I I think it's not like there's one right or wrong. I just think it's again it's a relationship. It's your it's a mm-hmm. friendship and it's important because I I think it's important because if you don't know that and if you just start approaching it in a very unauthentic way to their character then it's almost like do you even know me mm-hmm. you know so in the it, also with yourself like i'm sure i've i've been in situations where i thought i was close with someone or i ha- thought i had someone who i who i considered a close friend but then mm-hmm. things would happen where i'm like i don't even think they consider me a close friend because of that that like di- that like mismatch of I don't think they really know me mm-hmm. and I don't think they really care to want to know me. Mm-hmm. And again, it's, I think it takes two people and like you both have to water that friendship, but I've definitely been in situations where I haven't felt like seen or I haven't felt like I was like, I, I felt like I was the only one putting in that effort and watering. Mm-hmm. And when I kind of took a step back and was like, let's see if they actually know how to water the friendship when it comes to me mm-hmm. it was so out of touch or like inconsistent or like you know like if let's say I was a succulent they were treating me like not a succulent <laughs> so I think in that sense it's like oh well it would help me reevaluate at least where I thought I stood in certain r- friendships and and just kind of know where I stand Mm-hmm. And I think with that, that doesn't mean that you have to, like, have a fight or bring it up. I think a lot of the times where I felt that way, even though it's hurt and even though it's made me feel sad or disappointed or felt let down about it, at the end of the day, when it came to those friendships, I felt deep down, like, it was God showing me that those people weren't meant to continue being in my life. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of let, let it go and left it at that. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, I definitely had friendships where I've had to go out of my way to express how I felt about a situation, but that's because I felt like this is really worth my energy. And I, mm-hmm. and I, I respect the friendship and that person enough to open up to them and be honest with them if I wasn't being open with them about it I feel like I'm kind of cheating them of my friendship because part of a friendship is having difficult conversations Mm -hmm. but then with the friendships that I felt weren't meant to go on to the next season of my life I just kind of let it go and kept going you know yeah I think it's definitely a difficult thing that like took me a long time to learn. And like, I'm still learning is to be able to like distinguish like a seasonal friend versus like a lifetime friend. And I think it's a hard realization when, like you said, when you're like, I feel that I'm putting so much in and if I let go, the friendship is gone. 
But I think sometimes like we need to let go of friendships in order to prioritize ourselves. And other times we need to fight for friendships in order to prioritize ourselves because sometimes friendships can like make, I don't think sometimes, but I think all the time, like a healthy friendship should make you a better person. And so in cultivating a healthy and good friendship, you are growing as a person And I think in cultivating a seasonal friendship beyond its season, I think you could be doing harm to yourself and um, like putting too much strain on yourself. And that's something that I've had to learn. Um, And, you know, like I want to be a good friend. I want to be a great friend, but not everybody deserves to be my best friend. And not everybody yeah. can be my best friend. Um, just like I can't be everybody's best friend and vice versa. Um, but I think it's also important to note like the way that you were raised and like your personality traits really affect the way that you like nurture and grow a friendship. Like I've had friendships with people that are super like reserved and when there's a problem and a conflict they don't bring it up and no matter how many times like I create a safe space or I like urge them to like please share or I check up on them no matter how much I do that if they're not willing to meet me halfway the friendship has never worked but Mm -hmm. I have friendships where the people are super reserved and they don't feel comfortable voicing any sort of conflict but they trust me enough to know that I am a safe space for them. And if something that I'm doing is bothering them, they can bring that up to me. And that's what makes the friendship flourish. Cause like speaking very bluntly, like I'm a very upfront person and like, if there's conflict, I'm going to address it. And if there's something that I think is bothering me, I'm going to communicate it. And I know that that's not always the easiest thing for other people, but I think it's just part of it's part of who I am, and with certain friends, if it's communicated like, "Hey, this is hard for me to deal with," I'm more than willing and able to like bend and and be more gentle or be more tactic like tactical with the way that I approach situations. But I think it all like hinges on effort and communication. Yeah. I think that's a really good point about what you were saying about how people are raised and how they kind of uh, like carry that handling of whether it's conflict or difficult situations and friendships mm-hmm. and how they handle it. I think also something I've noticed in my like how you said that not everyone can be your best friend and you can't be everyone's best friend. I think that's helped me in navigating like friendships now in my late twenties, or I would say maybe mid twenties to late twenties because there's, I think that everyone's so uniquely themselves. And I think not, you're not going to find someone that's exactly the way you are and likes everything you like and likes to do the exercise you like to do or that likes the shows you like, like 100% exactly like you. Mm-hmm. That's what makes us different. And that's what makes f- 
friendships and relationships so special because we're not all the same. Mm-hmm. But I think there's things to my core that I absolutely, not that they're non-negotiables with friendships, but there's definitely things that I look for in my friends, especially now that I'm, you know, older. And I, like I said, I have my few best friends, mm-hmm. but obviously that doesn't mean I'm not going to continue meeting people and like making more friends, but something that's helped me kind of filter out the people I've met in my life and decide, huh, is this somebody I want to actually have a friendship with? Or should I just leave it at acquaintance? Mm-hmm is like who they are in deep down like to their core Mm -hmm. like I don't I don't have time to waste anymore on people that they're only the only thing they do when they hang out with somebody is just complain or Mm -hmm. talk bad about people or gossip about another friend they have Mm -hmm. or bring up drama I just think that that for me is not something I want to be spending my energy on and it makes me it makes me like see them in a way that's like oh so if this is what you're doing when you hang out with me then Mm -hmm. is this what you're doing when you're hanging out with someone else about me like Mm -hmm. does that make sense like I I just Mm -hmm. don't I think that I'm past that point where I think girls for girls and female friendships, I I think it's more common, but I'm just not someone that loves that kind of friendship or uh, environment of friendships. Like my past, my favorite pastime is not to go to dinner with like five girls and just gossip about all the, all, all these situations and like have that negative, like, energy going on and I think it's so easy to find that with girls like I've I've been around that especially like moving here and having to like you know meeting people along the way I've definitely been to dinners or situations where I go and I just kind of leave feeling worse Mm -hmm. like I don't feel filled up and I don't feel like full in my soul like I just kind of feel so drained Mm -hmm. and I think if you feel that way when you're hanging out with somebody that's definitely a sign that that's not someone you want to be spending your time with (laughs) yeah absolutely and I think I think it's just really sad because I think societally like there is a pressure on people to like follow the status quo and I think a part of being like I don't know like maybe being like a cool girl means like being exclusive and being like particular and sometimes like talking down to other people I think unfortunately like it was portrayed for a really long time that that's like a cool girl you know like Mm -hmm. very like mean girls but there are actual like mean girls out there that like do have friendships like that that are solely based on like talking badly about other people or like commandeering a group of people to just be yes men Mm -hmm. and like I I have always 
felt like I've been like the brunt of those conversations, like as an outsider looking into those people's people groups, um, because like I'm not skinny or like a petite person, like I'm a bigger person. And so I feel like, especially through middle school and high school, um, like people like made fun of me and poked at me and like joked about me. And I felt that in private. And like, those were the girls that like, I just stayed away from, like, I did not want to be friends with them at all. Like I had no interest in like talking to them or like being friends with them. I don't know. I just, I didn't want anything to do with that. And now that I'm older, I think like, I really look out for that and like, look out for like other people that are in groups like that. I just, I don't know what you said is true because if they're saying something about someone else behind their back, they're a hundred percent doing the same thing when you're not around. They are talking about you behind your back. So yeah, yeah, I mean, all that to say, I think it's important to pick the right friendships and like not to be afraid of like questioning whether or not somebody is like a good person to be friends with. I don't think that everybody that you meet and are friendly with and like is friendly to you ends up being a good friend. And that can sometimes hurt like when you realize, oh man, I thought this person was like actually a good friend. And then you realize like, oh no, they're really not even like a good person. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think that's just where like you live and you learn and making friends can be hard, but like, like mom always told us, it's better to be alone than in bad company. Um, the Hispanic saying, mejor sola que mala acompañada. Um, but it's so true. And like, I used to not believe that I used to, I remember in high school, I would cry so much. Like when like the girls in high school wouldn't invite me to like dinner or like to like fun stuff quote unquote um and now that I'm older I'm like man she's so right like it's so much better to just not be involved in any of that than to be in a situation where it's like like you said you're drained and you just feel like icky just being part of it yeah and I just think that like Mom mom has always said, tell me who your friends are. Tell me who you surround yourself with or who you hang out with and I'll tell you who you are. Mm-hmm. Because I really do think you're a product of your environment. And that's why I've just become so cautious about who I choose to, like, spend allocated time with. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, like, my time is so sacred and the way I go about my day and my week is so important to me. My mental health is important to me. And when I start to feel um, not really at ease after a specific, like, hanging out or, you know, I, I just, I used to find myself, you know, I don't know if you felt this way, but after having dinner with a like a friend quote unquote and like coming back home kind of feeling like uncertain or being like 
like just questioning mm-hmm. like you know what I didn't even really have a good time like mm-hmm. this wasn't really fun or thinking like why did they ask me that mm-hmm. or why did they say it that way or that kind of really hurt my feelings how they said that like you kind of start to replay everything maybe that's just me because I'm no. like so oh I I'm such a <laughs> the way I'm perceived is so important to me so maybe I'm just super in my head about everything but I mean, I am too. So, but I think, I think you are. You should trust your gut more than anything. Mm-hmm. I've been in situations where I'll go out of my way to like see a friend, maybe that I haven't seen in a while, or like, you know, go, you know, like, oh, go to dinner with them or hang out with them because you know they reached out. So, you know, you don't want to say no. Like, you know, you you try to like talk yourself into going or into Mm -hmm. doing the friend thing and then when you're done you're almost just like I didn't really like you kind of start to think like that actually was mean what they said or Mm -hmm. why did they ask me that or they didn't even ask me one time about this that's going on in my life and like they know about you know Mm -hmm. so when that happens I just don't think good friends or true friendships should it be sparking that doubt? Yeah. I think if anything, like, I've had the best encounters with my friends and, like, um, reunited, being reunited with them after, like, months and months of not seeing them. I felt, I always leave feeling so filled. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, that was so, that was so nice. I'm so glad I got to spend time with them and, like, hear about, them. like, you know, you leave feeling so refreshed. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that's the way it should be and we're all going through our own things and I think we're all so busy and life is not very easy and there's seasons we all go through that are more difficult so for me it's like I just can't afford to add more stress or draining energy out of my life Mm -hmm. like I only want to feel filled up when it comes to my community and the people I surround myself with yeah not absolutely period <laughs> period period um cool nice love it fun and fresh I don't have anything else to say really yeah do you um I don't know. I kind of had, like, for the end, I kind of thought we could do, like, red flags. Like, friendship (laughs) red flags. Like, in your adulthood, like, what you think is a red flag. Um, okay. I would say if they only invite you to, like, go out, that's a red flag. Like, in the sense of, like, going out out like mm. not to dinner but i mean like like let's go out to a club, club. yeah <laughs> i and i'm laughing because like i i don't i've never like i don't i don't do that and the times that like i do it's like my core friends and we go to like a random like yeehaw club because we think it's funny and then we dance and yeah but I don't 
I think that's a red flag. Like if they only invite you to do like, like you were saying, like superficial things instead of like actually just wanting to spend time with me or like, hey, like let's catch up, like let's get lunch or like let's have like a girls night, let's um have a movie night or like let's hang out. I haven't talked to you in a while. Like those would be green flags for me. But like a red flag I think is like we need to go we need to go clubbing. That like if somebody said that to me, like I don't even know. Instantly <laughs> instantly an acquaintance yeah like demoted (laughs) and don't get me wrong like i don't mean it like in like a like there are friends that i have that if they were like hey let's go dancing at this club like that can be super fun and i'll say yes to that you know every once in a while but those are friends that like I feel very safe with and like I know and love and I trust and Mm -hmm. like that's an enjoyable outing. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of, of a good one. I guess for me, a red flag would be if they never, or I don't want to say never, but, I don't I can't think of another word that's as good as never <laughs> if they rarely but if they rarely if not ever like congratulate you or Ooh. or show up during moments of success in your life or yeah. achievements and milestones um I think that's a big red flag because yeah. I think part of friendship is celebrating your wins and also being there during difficult moments, like in the peaks and in the valleys. Mm-hmm. So I think a red flag is if they just, if you've noticed that they just are never happy for you. Yeah. Um, I think that's show that's, I feel like that's a whole nother topic, mm-hmm. but for the sake of simplicity. Yeah. I would say, you know, just like important things happening in your life or it's something that, you know, is is public knowledge or something like, I don't know, like, let's say it's your, this is like the dumbest example, but like, let's say it's your birthday mm-hmm. and they know it's your birthday, but they don't wish you a happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to think of the simplest example, but something like that is like, okay, it, it really doesn't take much to just send them a happy birthday message yeah but I mean that could go from like that to you don't know you graduate like medical school or you graduate law school and Mm -hmm. someone that you thought was close to you just doesn't even congratulate you things like that it's like okay well that's mean that's just plain mean but I think that's a red flag when it comes to considering or counting like who your friends are yeah I would say another one I have is like, this is a red flag for anybody, but like if they don't honor your boundaries Mm. or like they push your boundaries and like it can be as simple as like, let's say I every Friday night I stay home and cuddle with Archie, my dog, Mm -hmm. and this friend is like, hey, we need to hang out, we need to hang out, but they only ask me to hang out on Friday nights. 
And then if I say, hey, no, you know, I'm hanging out with Archie, just chilling with Archie. They're like, oh, you're such a bad friend. You're so lame. Why don't you hang out with me? Like that to me is a huge red flag. Yeah. Or like if somebody isn't willing to um, like, I don't know, if somebody like puts into question your boundaries, they're like, oh, that's weird that you don't do that. Like for yeah. me, for me personally, like I don't really drink often just because like I don't like the way that I feel when I drink, even if it's just one drink. Mm-hmm. Um, if my friends were like, oh, why aren't you drinking? Like, why are you getting a ginger ale? Why aren't you getting like an an alcoholic drink? That's not a friend to me. Like a friend is somebody who respects your boundaries and like upholds them and like is willing to, I don't know, like be your friend regardless of what those boundaries are. Yeah. And And not making you feel bad about. Yeah. Exactly. I was watching a TikTok the other day about. I will send it to you. I don't really remember exactly how it started, but it was a girl saying, like, why is it such a big deal when you say you don't drink? Like, Mm -hmm. why do people have to make you feel like you're lame when it's really not a big deal? Like, oh, really? Like, that's so lame. Like, you're not going to have, like, a drink with us? Like, (laughs) you know, I just, it kind of reminded me of that when you were talking because I do think it shouldn't be a you should never feel, especially in front of your friends, you should never feel bad or question whether or not you should stick to your morals or your yeah. boundaries because of what they're going to say or how they're going to make you feel. Exactly. You know, like I remember one time, like a few years back, I was asked to like go do something for fun. Uh, I forget what it was. Oh, I, I think they were going to go do to like go to go to like a stripper class like where they have those stripper yeah, yeah. Where they like do the do the classes and I just I don't know I just didn't really want to mm-hmm. like I didn't really want to spend my and you also have to pay for this class mm-hmm. and I was just like I would rather like pay to get myself like a yummy treat at a coffee shop or something <laughs> And spend time at a coffee shop with these people and, like, talk about Mm -hmm. things or talk. And I don't know. Like, just didn't really feel like something I I really wanted to spend my time doing. Mm -hmm. And I also didn't really feel comfortable doing something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I I also don't really – you also don't have to explain yourself if you're not comfortable. Yeah. I don't really remember exactly, like – what the details of that were but I remember just kind of when it was brought up to do something like that I kind of stayed quiet and I was like no like you know I I don't really I don't remember what I said Mm -hmm. but a comment was made of like oh yeah like Danny's basically married like she doesn't do that kind of stuff but it was said Mm -hmm. like I don't know. It was kind of said with like a certain tone. Yeah. And it made me feel really bad. And I remember just going home that day and thinking like, I just, it's not even because of that. I just don't really think it's fun and I don't want to get hurt either. Like I have a thing with my arm, like a surgery mm-hmm. I had. I was like, I don't even know if I can do half the things either that like I'm supposed to do in this class. Yeah. But 
I remember feeling really bad about it, like thinking like, oh, maybe they think I'm like lame or whatever. But Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, again, I wish I could go back to that moment and tell myself like, really don't care. Like you shouldn't even care what people think. But again, I think that's boundaries because I just don't think you should make a friend feel that way. Yeah, absolutely. I think, I don't know, like that's just not a friend. And I think like if I would have been there, I would have stood up for you. (laughs) And so, and I would have stood up for any of my friends. Like, you know, like if I was a heavy drinker and I had a friend that doesn't drink at all and somebody made a comment, like I'd be like, what's the problem? But that's, that's the type of friend that I am. And so, I don't know. I think it would be a huge red flag. Obviously, I think we've talked about it, but if you, like, heard someone talking bad about someone else, like, if Mm -hmm. if someone were to say something, like, if another friend in the group would have said no, and then that person walks away and, like, the other person is like, can you believe they said no? Like, I don't know. That's just – it's icky. Like, it's – like, I don't see the point in that, like – I just I don't think that's like a good thing to do. I just don't think you're a good person if you like make people feel bad for saying no to things. And like you said, like you shouldn't even have to explain it. Like yeah. you literally maybe you just don't want to go or you don't want to pay for that or you just don't like it or maybe you do like it and you don't want to go because you just don't want to. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. I know. I I know, like, I don't know if you've, again, me with TikTok, but the whole thing about, like, things guys do that give you the ick, but the <laughs> things that these girls bring up is, like, normal things. Like, uh-huh. oh, my God, like, I get the ick. Like, he got bit by a, He was getting, like, attacked by a shark, and he cried. Like, it gave me the ick. Oh, you know, gosh. things like that where it's, like, where it's, like, anyone would cry in that situation. Yeah. But I think, I think I'm more concerned about, like, icks like friendship icks or things like in girl friendships that like you that you are just like immediate ick like I don't want to be your friend anymore Mm -hmm. like I think or like a red flag basically but yeah I just and I know you would stand up for me because (laughs) you are the kind I would be like no 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 like don't say anything (laughs) you'd be like no who is it let me (laughs) me tell them but with on that note I would I was gonna uh, ask about not green flags but things that have personally like you've experienced friends do to you that have been like really special or things that you're like oh that's so so thoughtful yeah I think um one summer Jenna came to visit me all the way from Jacksonville to Miami like randomly and I think she had like planned it with mom and she like literally drove all the way with her now husband joe just to spend like a few days in miami with me and i remember she like woke me up she like tapped my shoulder i was sleeping and she was like hi friendo and i was like why do you do this to me and i started crying because i was just so happy like i had never had a friend like go that out of their way just to like visit me and say hi to me and there was no like ulterior motive like it's not like she was already going to be in town like she came all the way just 
to hang out with me because she knew that I didn't have any friends in Miami for the summer. Yeah. Um, That's so nice. Yeah. That and like, I think it's really sweet when like people, I don't know. For me, like I, I really don't like being excluded from things. Like I, that's something that I'm trying to work on. But like if a friend like, is like I'm not gonna go to something because they're being like nasty oh, or exclusive. Invite. Yeah, like I, I I don't know. Like I just I think it's really sweet when like friends stand like almost like in solidarity with you. Like if somebody's <laughs> really mean to you, I think that's a huge red flag. Is if somebody's like, well, they've never been mean to me. Yeah, that's oh, oh that's the worst. I'm like, okay, well. Just you wait, I guess. <laughs> like, I don't yeah, know what to tell you. Like what you were, but I also have was listening to a podcast where it's like people who say that, it's almost like they're trying to wash their hands of like accountability. Absolutely. And I think loyalty is super big, especially with friendships. Yes. And like if you're gonna if you tell me as my friend that someone a mutual person we know, like did something really mean to you and like hurt you. And you say, like, oh, well, I've never had issues with them. Like, they're always nice to me. And there's no sort of, like, validation of, like, you know what? That sucks. And I don't know, like, why they did that to you. But it's wrong. Mm -hmm. And at least acknowledging that, like, what this person did was wrong. Or that their heart wasn't is not in a good place, or that they're just not good people. Mm-hmm. Especially when it's serious stuff. Obviously, if they're like, oh, you know, they didn't open the door for me, like on the way to work or something. It's like, okay, well, that could be anybody mm-hmm. on a bad day. But you know, it's. I I think what you said is true. Like when people. Not that they have to choose a side, but at least when you know that they have your back mm-hmm. on that and that they're not just going to be, like, playing devil's advocate or, or like, kind of being Switzerland where they're like, mm-hmm. well, I'm just going to kind of stay in the middle because I don't want to get involved. It's like, okay. I know. That's well, the worst. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. I've had your back, like, so many times. And this one <laughs> time you're not just going to, like like, be there for me. <laughs> Like, I feel like that's the basis of friendship is, like, being there for somebody. And so many times where I had, like, situations like that happen where it's, like, please don't put me in the middle of this. I'm, like, I'm not putting you in the middle of anything. But, like, I thought you were one of my best friends. So I thought that you would care if somebody did something to hurt me. You know, I thought maybe that would bother you because it would bother me. (laughs) Or, like, something something that I – like re- not recently maybe like a year ago one of my close friends brought up to me that she was that someone she overheard somebody saying something negative about me mm-hmm. in a certain situation and she went up to them and basically like called them out on it nice and said, like you don't even like basically I don't remember exactly what they said and I'm, I don't want to go like super into it but they they told me after they when they saw me they're like you would not believe like what happened they're like this person was saying this and I literally stepped up and was like don't talk about my friend like Mm -hmm. that you don't even know her 
all this stuff. And it sounds so, like, this literally sounds like high school, which is the worst. But it still happens because high school, high school mean girls turn into adult mean girls. Yes. But anyway, I thought that was really special because I'm like, oh, wow, that's not special. But I thought that was something I've never experienced, but also it's rare. It's rare. And the fact that she was like, this happened and like, I have your back. Yeah. I was like, wow, that's nice to know. Because you want to make sure that, like, even if you're not around when things are being said or there's, like, blasphemy being spoken, (laughs) that you want to make sure that, like, people have your back, like you said. Yeah. But um, when you were talking about Jenna visiting you, that reminded me of when my friend Elizabeth, like, flew into Florida for, like, those two days just for the engagement party. Mm Mm-hmm. And she, like, slept over and helped, like, set up and everything just to, like, be there mm-hmm. and left super early. Like, she got there, like, Friday night at, like, midnight. The engagement party was Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then Sunday morning, she was she flew out. Like, in so she like was, the wee hours of the morning. Yeah, like, I woke up the next day and she was not there anymore. <laughs> so... It was just crazy because I felt, like, so special, Mm -hmm. like, that someone would do that for me, like, buy a flight just for that short amount of time just to go to our engagement party. And it was, like, something she would do over again. Like, she was like, this is, I'm so happy I did this. I wouldn't miss this. Like, and I hate feeling like a burden. So, like, that weekend I felt so bad. I'm like, oh, my God, like, you, like, you you don't you didn't have to do this like you really didn't have to I would have understood you know Mm -hmm. but the fact that she still like went out of her way it made me feel really special and again I just feel like it's not something you see all the time yeah so when it does happen it makes it even more like special and yeah it's heartwarming like it it's it's a good feeling to know like people care about you enough to do things that like put them out of their comfort zone or like it it's not an easy thing like anybody can show up to something that's like across the street like at a Again, convenient a time mm-hmm. but it like yeah. takes a real friend to like set aside like work hours and like book a flight and like travel to see you and celebrate you and like I don't know. I think that's what defines like a good friend and not just a good friend, but like a good person because who wants to be friends with a bad person, bad Mm. people. Put that on a, put that on a shirt or on a whatever, on a sweatshirt. Period. I have a shirt that like I wore, I wore out. Like I bought the shirt twice because of how much I wore it, but it's, (laughs) it says, um, kind people are my kind of people. And it's so like mm-hmm. chuggy, I I know, but I don't think so. I just love like I consider myself like a very like happy and kind person, and I try and be very kind to like everybody. And so I look for that quality in like my friendships. I look for people mm-hmm. who are kind and like minded and like just genuine people. And it doesn't mean that they have to be just like me because honestly, if they're just like me, chances are we probably wouldn't be friends. Yeah. <laughs> but um, 
like people that I don't know that have the same heart as you and like share the same desire to celebrate like others you know some people just don't like to celebrate other people and that's crazy I know in my humble opinion yeah I think that's true like what you said about who wants to be good friends with a bad person and it's not that I, I don't think I think calling someone a bad person is like very I don't want to say harsh but I think for me we all have our bad days so and none of us are perfect Mm -hmm. so I don't like to assume someone's a bad person if there's like something that they do that it's like I I do that I just didn't get caught doing it or like you didn't catch me in the bad time oh yeah but I think I mean like I think I think I know what you mean where, I mean, I've been in situations with whether it's work or like work scenarios or meetings or something where you kind of catch people's like aura and like Mm -hmm. their character in very small things. Like I remember a teacher said, if you want to know the react, like if you really want to get to know a person like spend 10 minutes with them during an inconvenience <laughs> or during like a, when they're losing a game or when or so, when something's going not their way like spend mm-hmm. 10 minutes with them and you'll really get to know who they are and I think that's so true because in the good moments and in the high highs of life like it's easy to be happy and have be a good person but when things get even remotely inconvenient or dif- a little bit difficult, it really brings out like the worst in people mm-hmm. or the truth of a person, the reality of them. Yeah. And I've been in situations where I've kind of had a peak of that and it makes me like, it kind of like, my, like my heart, I, I don't know how to explain it, but like, I just kind of reject it. Like, I don't know yeah. how to explain it. My, my mind and like my soul just kind of, have this like really bad experience and I'm yeah like, like that's mean like in my head I'm like that's really mean or why would they treat this person like that or if mm-hmm. they're mean to like observer that's what I was about to say I was gonna like, say that's I'm a red flag yeah or or once like a server or a security guard or someone that's working like a, I don't know like a like the a people service job or something like that a service job like when people talk down on that, like, mm-hmm. behind their back or once they leave or, like, I'm just, like, cringing. I'm, like, why would, like, what, like, what makes you think that it, this is okay to, like, think you're better than these people? Mm-hmm. And that's just, again, I feel like I'm digressing, but to bring <laughs> it back into the main point, um, yeah, I just don't understand and like you said, I just wouldn't want to be friends with someone like that. Because it's like, yeah, oh, they're nice to me. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Like, are they nice to the people that can't give them anything in return? Are they yeah. nice to the people that can't they can't get anything from? Or are they only nice to the people that they, you know, like... That benefits that, them. That benefits them, exactly. Period yeah so I think those were my two green flags yeah um 
my friend visiting me and then what was my first one? Oh, my friend standing up for me. Mm-hmm. I the same thing for me. I think. Mm-hmm. I think just having a friend that like ooh, I think another like bonus. I think is having a friend, which this is hard. I think this is a talent, but having a friend that like knows when to just be like there to listen to you. And then when they know like when to like give you advice or like call you out when you're wrong and keep you accountable. But like, it's a skill, you know, sometimes we just need somebody to like listen to us rant and sometimes, like, we need somebody to tell us where we went wrong or just to give us advice on a situation. Yes, I think that's true. Someone who isn't afraid to give you some tough love mm-hmm. when you need it. Yeah. Yeah. But somebody who loves you enough to, like, not just be mean about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, speak the truth in love. Exactly exactly and it all points back to the bible period (laughs) and it all points back to our lord and savior jesus christ yes period (laughs) um but yeah sissy poo bear pants anything else no i'm glad we had this podcast combo me too Um, i thought it was very insightful and i hope that our listeners felt the same way and enjoyed it as well agreed i can't wait to listen back i know me too so excited i I felt very silly in the beginning but i calmed down (laughs) (laughs) me too but i feel very silly now because i really gotta go to the bathroom i gotta pee okay yeah yeah duty calls guys but i hope you guys enjoyed um If you want more of the podcast, listen to the past episodes. And if you already have, then message me on Instagram and let me know what you want to hear, what you want me to talk about. Um, And I'd love to talk about it. Uh, Maybe we can talk about it because this isn't the last of me. Exactly. (laughs) She's my sister by blood and my friend by choice. And so she will be here some other time. Yep. Yup. Alrighty. I hope you enjoyed and thank you for listening. And yeah, hope you have a great rest of your day, great rest of your morning, great rest of your night, whenever you're listening to this. And follow me on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you want to listen to more. But that's it. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>